This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. I mean, that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to all the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. I'm Carl DeMossi. It's Saturday morning. It's February 8th. A little rainy outside here in Savannah, Georgia. It's about 46 degrees. The rain's supposed to end this afternoon. We're supposed to get up to a high of about 55. So maybe we'll play some softball and baseball over there at Armstrong Atlantic State University or over at Savannah State or... There's a plenty. There's plenty of uh, basketball games going on here in town. We got the high school, Georgia high school state swim meet championships going on up there in jo- at Georgia Tech. We got wrestling sectionals going on all over the state. Our kids are traveling all over the place, and it's local sports. That's what it's all about. You want to talk national sports? I know I got to eat crow later on. The producer of my show. P.J. Zuko, he picked the Seahawks, I picked the Broncos. I got to eat a little crow, and I will later on. I do all my Coca-Cola, and uh, or uh, as people think, we say soda pop up in the Northeast, but, you know, we say soda up in the Northeast. And out, out in the Midwest, we say pop, and maybe that's what P.J. says. We'll find out later on. But uh, we got a great lineup. Like I said, I'm a coach. We play two games here every Saturday morning. We go from 9 to 10, 9 to 10 in the first game, 10 to 11 in the second game. You can listen to us on AM 1400, FM 104.3, or sorry, let me rephrase that, at 104.3 FM. Uh, you can listen to us at, on, at ESPNCoastal.com. We're all over the place. You can listen to us on iTunes. Okay, and then once again, I, I, I podcast the show every week, so later on in the week, you can catch up and see what you missed, because uh, I always bring on special guests, and that's what the lineup is all about. In the second quarter of the first hour, which is roughly about 9.17, we'll bring on the new head baseball coach over there at Islands High School, the Sharks. We'll be talking to Nick Pugh. Yes, I said that right. His name is Nick Pugh, and uh, uh, everybody says, you know, coach, well, you know, Nick Pugh is a great guy, and we're going to talk to him about 9.17. And in the third quarter... We're going to go back to the hardwood. This lady has done a great job. First-year head coach, takes over for the legendary Ronald Booker. She wins the region title, the regular season regional title. That means we will have the one AAA semifinals and finals right here in Savannah, Georgia, because Olu Gordon brought home the championship for the A.E. Beach Lady Bulldogs. I'm excited about it because I get to watch basketball in Savannah. I don't have to travel out to Tattanoe County, Pierce County, Brantley County. I get to stay home finally. So I'm excited about talking to Olu Gordon, the head coach, the first year head coach of the A.E. Lady Bulldogs, winning the region, region, regular season region title and uh, the number one seed for the ladies in the state tournament. And that means she's automatically 
qualifies for the semifinals, so she's going to the state tournament. Excited for her. And then we'll close out in the fourth quarter. We'll talk a little with P.J. Zuko, the host of our weekly football show, high school football show, before the game. That's high school first look. You know, he takes a little hiatus here uh, because there's no football going on right now as far as high school, but he'll be back next year. Well, he's the producer every Saturday morning for me down there. And the Golden Isles at the Glen Place Mall. And then in the second quarter, sorry, in the second hour, We'll open up with local sports, local scores. Then we'll get into the first, uh, the second quarter with our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from South C. Johnson High School. This kid has scored 100 points, totaled 100 points. Well, now it's 122 in the last five games. And that's senior sharpshooter for the Adam Smashes, Rico Bonds. And then in the third quarter, the second hour, which is roughly about 1030, we're bringing back football here. Semi-pro football is coming back. The legendary Seaport Sharks are coming back to Savannah to play semi-pro football. We'll talk to the owner, the director, the head coach, sometimes a player himself, Anthony Dooley Bryan. So I'm excited about that. And then we'll close out the show roughly about 10.55. And, uh, well, 10, 10.47 to about 10.55, 10.56. So, uh, it, you know, it's a lot of fun talking local sports. And uh, let's go to the high school scoreboard right, right away. Let's go to what happened on the hardwood last night. And once again, the final scores from last night's Savannah area prep hoops basketball games. In 5A, Glen Academy takes care of Jenkins, 42-35. Faith Sanders, though, for the Warriors, puts in 17 points, 17 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, and has 5 steals for Jenkins in a losing course. Now you know why she's a Division One ball player. Windsor Forest loses to Ware County, 64-27. Effingham, the Rebels, they might have 2 losses to their crosstown rival, but they're still in first place. They beat... Richmond Hill, 68-49. Michaela Robinson puts in 19 points for the Lady Rebels. Uh, I, and I got to give a shout out to this young lady. She wasn't the high scorer, but great kid. Ebony Hicklin scores 17. Kiara Jackson led the Richmond Hill Lady Wildcats in a losing cause with a game high 21 points. In 3A, just told you the Lady Bulldogs are the regular season. 3A titles, the one Region 1 3A title uh, spot. Beach Lady Bulldogs beat Southeast Bullock 68-42. Eric Hicks scores 13 of a team-high 17 points in the fourth quarter to help the Bulldogs pull away from the Yellow Jackets of Southeast Bullock. Appling County comes to Johnson. The Lady Adam Smashes finishing, uh, I think they'll finish in third place, so they'll hold the first round Monday night, and they beat Appling County 68-35. Savannah High. Goes down to Pierce County. This is the Lady Blue Jackets, and they lose 51-44. And single A, Calvary Day School, all over Trutland County, Britton Griff, Griffin and Abigail Lewis put them 14 points apiece to lead the Lady Cavaliers in that win. Uh, then we go to Skeeza. Yes, this is right. Bible Baptist, the Lady Braves, beat Charleston Collegiate 55-8. That's not a typo. Savannah Country Day on Senior Night beats the Sharks, the Lady Sharks of Islands, 43-27, Adam Muller. Adam Muller scores 18 points, has 8 rebounds, and 5 block shots. And I was there to witness that. Taylor Prince adds 15 points for the Lady Sharks. Okay, let's go to the boys' side. We're going to go to the boys' side here. They're playing a little basketball. 
Patriots. Okay, these are the scores that I could find. I couldn't find some of the scores. You know, they play the late games and they don't report it or they don't have a chance to report it. So Bradwell beats Grove 61-54. Ware County beats Windsor Forest 83-53. Effingham County gets Jaquina and Gant back and they beat Richmond Hill 94-75. Gant comes back and has 17 points to lead the Rebels. In 3A, New Hampstead beats Brantley County 56-47. Devontae Wright scores 18 points for the Phoenix. Uh, Savannah High takes on Pierce County. No score reported. Johnson all over Appling County 103-56. to I think that's like the third or fourth time they broke the century mark. The Smashers are def defending state champions. They're ranked, uh, I think they're ranked third in AAA. Savannah High is ranked fourth. So we got Two of the top four teams right here in the state in Savannah. It's going to be a good one next week with the region championship beating here in Savannah. And the Bulldogs, the Beach High School Bulldogs, will be hosting the tournament. Brand new gym, brand new facility. Played in the gym the other night. Great, great gym. Great. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if they can hold a Savannah High Johnson region tournament championship game. And I know I'm jumping the gum here and I'm, gun and I'm not giving a lot, and a lot of teams credit. But you know what? I coach in that region. <laughs> They're both unbelievable. So it's going to be a good one here. Come next weekend, we'll see what happens with that. But once again, the man that's coming on as our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Rico Bonds, puts in 22 points. That's 122 points for this young man in the last five games. Pretty impressive. That's almost 25 points a game. We go to single A. Calvary wins at the buzzer, courtesy of the Savannah Morning News. Okay, Kalik Hughes puts back a five-footer at the buzzer. That gave Cal Calvary Day School a dramatic 66-64 victory over visiting Trutland. Uh, Hughes finished with 14 points. Derek Kirkland led all scores with 21, and Jordan Walker added 17. Once again, you know, I'm not take credit for this. Yeah, I go, I wake up early in the morning and I try to get all the scores together, but I got to thank Savannah Morning News. I got to thank all the other local media outlets, WJCL. Uh, you know, I go to their websites and I finally get all scores and uh, try to get kids names and I do appreciate what they do getting those kids names in there, getting the scores up so we can do this every Saturday morning. Once again I appreciate that. Dennis Knight always has a great article there. His, great, his article today is about DC Senior Night. So uh, check it out Savannah Morning News. Here's one for you. Bryan County in overtime, this is high school basketball beats Long County 107 to 97. 107 to 97. Kajana Dixon scores 37 points, pulls down 12 rebounds. I mean, for the uh, Redskins of Bryan County. Charleston Collegiate beats Bible Baptist 43-32. Taylor Mathis and Rashawn Stalter have 10, 10 points apiece to lead the Braves. St. Andrews all over. Habersham 53-19. John Wynn scores 16 for the Lions. In non-region... D.C. Huntsie United beat South Effingham 77-72. Warren Wright puts 22 points in for the Cadets. And Islands High School in a non-region game travels to Savannah Country Day. And the Sharks, my Sharks, I coach them. And I'm going to blow my horn here because it's the second time we've won all year. So we're making progress. We are better than last year. We're in the games, and uh, I'm proud of my young men. They really, really play hard. Jabril Bailey scores 13 points, pulls down 17 rebounds, has five Block shots for the Sharks in their victory over Country Day. 45-37. Ramon Gross for the Sharks puts in 12 for the Sharks. That's high school basketball. That's what happened last night. If you have a score that I couldn't find, please, we have open phone lines. Give us a call at 920-4441. 912-920-4441. Shows about you guys. Let's see what you got to say about your favorite team. 
your favorite player, your favorite coach, your favorite sport. Remember, we got the state swim meet going on. Tough finding information on that. Where we go? We had a bunch of swimmers going up there. Uh, we have the state wrestling sectionals going on. Tough to find information on that, too. So, uh, you know, it's not live yet. You know, we have this mass social media. It's not on Twitter. It's not on Facebook. I mean, so, you know, it's not on G Georgia High School State Association website. So if you have some information, please call me, 912-920-4441, or give me a tweet at KD Sports Report, or Facebook me at the Call of the Mozzie Facebook page. And let's get some information out there about these two great sports, swimming and wrestling state meets going on right now. In the PGA at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Brian Harmey and Will Claxton are both tied for 60 at one under. Jimmy Walker, though, is nine under, so they're eight strokes behind the leader. Well, it's a little wet outside, but uh, we got some uh, softball and baseball going on today. Armstrong Atlantic, okay, takes on Barton College at 1 o'clock at the baseball field. And then Savannah State softball takes on USCB, University of South Carolina, Buford, at 1.15 today and 1.15 tomorrow. And i got to send out a big shout-out to Catherine, the Cat Dotson, being part of the coaching staff over there at Savannah State. You know, Catherine Dotson was an exceptional athlete over there at Country Day. She played three sports. She was a standout basketball, soccer, um, softball player. She went on to star and play at the University of Tennessee in softball, made it to the World Series, college fast pass World Series while she's giving back. She was hired as a softball coach over at Savannah State, and I'm excited about it because the girl, the girl is a class act. She's a great athlete. She's going to be a great coach, just like Mama, doing a great job over there at St. Vincent's. Marie Dotson turning that program around in the softball program this year. So the Dotson family back in Savannah. Catherine Emery doing it on the softball field, and I'm excited for Catherine. I got to get her on to ask her, you know, what made her come back, and why, why did she want to coach so bad? But uh, once again, that happens today at 1:15. If the weather holds out, now it's supposed to clear out. It's supposed to clear out this afternoon, so they probably will be playing softball over there at Savannah State and baseball over at Armstrong Atlantic. Calvin Culberson named the head coach over there, Armstrong. They won last weekend, so we're you know we're we're excited for him. As far as basketball goes, Armstrong travels to UC USC Aiken today, University of South Carolina at Aiken in South Carolina, five thirty and seven thirty. Females, women play at five thirty, guys play at seven thirty, and then Savannah State doesn't return to action till Monday, when both men's and women's basketball team travel to Delaware State. Ladies play at two, guys play at seven thirty. Well, that's the high school. Uh, that, that's the high school scoreboard. That's the national scoreboard. That's our local scoreboard update. You got something to call? You got something to tell us? Give us a call. Phone lines are open. 912-920-4441. We want to hear what you got to say about local sports. And remember, this show cannot happen without my sponsor. Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. And they're doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 East Trenton Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optum. Health, that's O-P-T-I-M, health.com. Next up, we're talking baseball. Put me in, coach, with the new head coach over at Islands High School. And that's Nick Pugh. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl 
of the Bossy Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm called the Bossy, and I'm glad that you join me for the Call of the Bossy Sports Report. Presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics, ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And it's raining outside, and uh, if you know anything about baseball here in Savannah, Georgia, high school baseball, we have a new program out there at Islands High School, and, and you know, it's been pretty reputable. Uh, they've been winning the last two or three years they've been playing, and last year they went 15-11, 9-9 in region, missed the playoffs. Rob Grohl has stepped down as the head coach, and uh, they had to find a new head coach while they searched across the state, and they got a uh, application from a young man. Up in Athens, Georgia, that's where his roots are, he took the Bethlehem Christian Prep School to the Georgia Independent State Association Class A state title. They were unbelievable. They went 23-5. and five. He's got a state championship, but he made the move down here to Savannah, Georgia. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline. The new head baseball coach over there at Islands High School in charge of Shark Baseball, Nick Pugh. Good morning, Nick. Hey, Coach. How's it going? Well, I mean, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm inside. I'm talking about high school sports and uh, local sports. I know, though, you're having a tough time with your first year over there at Islands High School. you got many obstacles going on. The baseball field's been ripped up. They're trying to build you a new one. you got to find a place to play. The rain's been killing you. The ice has been killing you. But you know what? It's all about the kids, right, Coach? Uh, you're absolutely right, man. We, uh, you know, there's, there's obstacles that we're overcoming, but you're absolutely right. It's about these kids and, you know, they're out there. They're not complaining about what's going on, so they're having a good time with it. So, uh, you know, I just gave the skinny about Nick Pugh winning a state title in the Georgia Independent State Association Class A division last year with Bethlehem Christian. And uh, let's let people know about uh, Nick Pugh, where you're from, how you got involved, how you wound up here down in the uh, beautiful southern part of uh, the state of Georgia. Well, you know, it's crazy. As I said, I grew up in Athens, Georgia, and... Uh, Ended up, um, you know, starting out coaching high school ball over in Winder Bear. Uh, it's about 20 minutes northeast of Athens, but, uh, got the opportunity to get the head job at Bethlehem Christian, and, uh, we pretty much started the program from scratch. It was, uh, I remember about six guys out there on the summer ball field. We had six, and, uh, in about three years, we had a program that, you know, we were, we were lucky to take the state last year, and, uh, ended up, you know, anytime you get that far, you got to have a little luck and a, a little bit of talent. But uh, we did a good job, and uh, I, I still remember this job coming open down here at Islands, and uh, it's very intriguing. There's a lot of talent down here, and uh, couldn't pass it up. And uh, me and my family couldn't be, you know, more pleased to be down here. Well, you know, you, you got away. You got out of that snow a couple uh, a couple of weeks or last week, but you had to deal with the ice. And uh, you know, it, it's a lot warmer down here. And uh, this, you know, you're not going to see that stuff. But uh, you know, what made Nick Pugh get into teaching and coaching? You went to Cedar Shoals High School, went to Georgia State and College, played some baseball. What made you, what made you want to be a teacher and a coach? You know, it's, I absolutely had no intention. You know, when I was playing and got into college and playing, I, I still had no intention to be a high school coach, but. Uh, Right when I got done, I got a call from my old coach, and uh, he, he just said, you know, come check it out, see what you think. And um, probably, probably within a month, I was in love with it. Obviously, I mean, you know, Coach. <laughs> and um, it was a completely different. But um, just, the, just 
just the ability to be able to, you know, affect these kids' lives and, you know, have an impact on and off the field. You know, it's something that I couldn't pass up. I fell in love with it, you know, from the, from the get-go. And I love it. Coach, you got to find a good spot where we're not losing you. You're cutting in and out with that, you know, that cell phone there. You hear me out, Coach? Nick, are you, th are you there? Try it again, Nick. Yes, sir. You're still breaking up, buddy. Coach, you got me? Oh, all right, yeah, we got you now loud and clear. Yeah, we're out here in the elements, so we're trying to move around. <laughs> I can understand that. You know, modern technology, you know, cell phones and uh, the Internet and everything else. But uh, you got cut off, and uh, you were talking about, you know, how you, you fell in love with it, and you, you were saying something about that, you know, you didn't think it would turn out the way you thought it would turn out. So uh, you're giving us a little bit about why you got into coaching. Yeah, you know, I mean, as you know, Coach, it's just, it's it's two completely different animals. I was playing, and I had no intention of coaching, and uh, it never really crossed my mind that my old high school coach gave me a chance. And um, probably within a month, I just kind of fell in love with it, you know, the ability to change kids' lives and affect them on and off the field. And, uh, you know, I just fell in love with it. I haven't given it up since. Just something I love doing. And I know uh, we had a little technical difficulty there. I know some people can hear him. I couldn't hear so I could get him outside so I could hear what he was saying. So uh, he's used to being outside. He's a baseball coach. Now, as far as coming down from Bethlehem Christian, two years, you got this team to the state title winning. What's going to be close? What's going to be? What is your coaching philosophy as far as baseball goes? What are you going to do for the boys there at Islands High School? Well, you know, we have a little team acronym. We call it FACTS Family, Academics, Community, Team, Self. And, uh, if they're, if they're doing everything off the field right, which is obviously, you know, we don't play through the spring. We had a chance to get in there in the summer and the fall and get everything, you know, off the field at Islands, Islands High School Baseball going in the correct direction. And we were able to get that going. And, you know, if everything's going right off the field and in the classroom like it should be, uh, we're going to be successful on the field. So if, if we can get that going from the get-go, I look forward to this spring on the field. But uh, the most important thing was what we were doing, you know, in the community, and in the classroom from the get-go. And uh, I think that's part of our philosophy, and we, we kind of kind of hold to that acronym. Well, I, I've, known, I've seen you in the weight room with the boys. You've got going, and you've been there since school opened up, and uh, this is your chance finally to work with these young men. Let's talk about your team now. Uh, how many players you got on the, on the roster, and uh, you know what do you think is going to be the team's strengths and weaknesses? Well, we got 16 on the varsity, uh, we're, uh, we're still fairly young. We're still loaded with a lot of uh, sophomores and juniors. We got a strong leadership from our senior class. Um, you know, we got, we got four or five good arms that we feel good about. Um, you know, we got three or four that'll bring it up there, you know, either low to mid eighties and a couple that'll bring it up there mid to high eighties. So, uh, you know, pitching, obviously at this time, we've had two scrimmages. Pitching is going to be well above hitting. And uh, that was evident in our scrimmage. But uh, we also got some guys that can uh, put the bat on the ball. And uh, we're, we're going to be a team that I don't know how many we'll hit out of the park, but we're going to make a lot of solid contact. And uh, we're, we're definitely we're not going to strike out a whole lot. That, that's one thing that I can do. So uh, we're going to be scrappy. We're going to hit the ball, but we're also going to throw it pretty well. Well, you know, you got a lot of uh, senior leadership out there. So uh, who, who do you expect to be leaders? Uh, we got a bunch of seniors, and uh, I, I think we have seven, seven or eight seniors. And uh, our, our catcher, um, Austin Leggett, he's a guy. You know, he's getting looked at by a bunch of colleges. Uh, your catcher is always kind of the 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 field leader on the team, but you know, he's also an off the field guy. Um, you know, we got juniors and, <clears throat> and even sophomores that lead our baseball team. So you know, we got a, a bunch of guys. Um, you know, without getting too many names, you know, our, all our guys are important. All our guys are leaders. But um, from a senior standpoint, you know, 
also a guy that helps us back there behind the plate. But, you know, we we got a bunch of seniors in the field. I wish I could name off every senior. You know, Taylor Ramage helps us out there in the middle infield. And uh, we just got a bunch of also vocal senior leaders that are going to help us out. But um, without getting into too many names, they're all important. Um, there's, there's just leadership around the board, and I like to see that from every age. It's going to be exciting. Uh, the only drawback is, Coach, you're going to be the road warrior. How are you preparing your team and, uh, to play most of your most? How do you do? You, how are you going to prepare your team to play the first half of the season on the road until the baseball field is ready to go? Yeah, well, I mean, every week we it seems like we go to three different practice sites. So uh, I guess we're road warriors already, and from that aspect, but um, you know, just. It, Anytime in high school baseball, especially once you get to playoff time, there's a chance you're going to be on the road. And um, I, I almost think when you're on the road, it's more of a business-like approach. You get on the bus, you go to the field, you play, and you come back. And it's not a whole lot of downtime, not a whole lot of, you know, hanging out with your friends after school, not showing up to the field till 4.30. So um, being on the road, it might help us early on. Um, it, it's really tough to tell. But um, it's just something that we're dealing with. It's one of those obstacles that we'll have to overcome, and uh, I think these guys look forward to it. All right, the last question, Coach. We're in, we're in about a ninth inning. Being here in Savannah for, uh, since the summer, how are you enjoying Savannah? Is it everything you expected to be outside the coaching and teaching? Oh, man, it's been great. You know, uh, you know just uh, the lure of living near the beach and the weather and, and just the community of I came down here and somebody told me it was a small town. I always kind of thought of Savannah as a, as a big city in Georgia, but I want to tell you what, you, you see people and you know them, and especially being here on the island, you, you pretty much know everybody. It's kind of a, it's a big, small town, but um, me and my wife, Melissa, and my son Grayson, we absolutely love it here, and you know, we love working at the Highlands and the coaches and the staff over there, so I couldn't be more happier with our decision to come down here. Well, Nick, I know I'm up against the clock here. I appreciate you coming on. I know you got to find something to do in between the raindrops with that team today. Well, best of luck, and uh, we'll be following you. And as we always say, go Sharks. All right. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. And that's Nick Pugh, the new head baseball coach over at Islands High School. Last year, he won a Georgia Independent State Association Class 8 title up at Bethlehem Christian. I'm telling you now, he's got a big obstacle, no practice field. Go to three different spots during the year. Sorry, during the week. Uh, we don't know where he's going to games during the year. I think most of them will be on the road in the field. Hopefully, takes you know, late um, March or early April. So uh, I wish him the best of luck. And that's one big obstacle. You got to put your team on the bus every day for practice and for games. It makes it a little tougher, especially for a new guy in a new area. But I know he'll do a good job. He's got a state ring on that finger. Something that I wish I could have had in 30 years. But you know what? Some people are lucky, and some people just got to work hard and try to get it. Still, next up, we'll be talking to a young lady who took over the legendary coach over at Beach High School for Ronald Booker, and that's Olu Gordon, talking about her region regular season title. Looking forward to the region playoffs. She's automatically in the state playoffs. That's Olu Gordon from Beach High School. You're listening to the Call of the Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Phoenix, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah. 
AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. We're in the thick of the basketball playoffs right now, or we're going to get into the region playoffs right now and in the state tournament. And, I mean, I'm pretty impressed in what this young lady has done over at Beach High School. Here you are. You're coming in. You're following. You're following a legend. He's had his girls in the playoffs a number of times, state championships, and you got to take over the program. Well, she's been doing a good job because last night they, keep, they clinched. The regular season region state title, they're the number one seed going into next week, and all the region final games will be played at AE Beach High School, brand new gym. Joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline is the, the new head coach, or the old bulldog, as we like to say, because she did play there, Olu Gordon. Good morning, Olu. Hey, Coach Martin, how are you? Hey, you know, it's Saturday morning. I get to talk to people like you about local sports and what you've done with programs. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you right here on, on, on air, great job, Coach, what you did with that program this year. Because not many people can come in, follow a legend, and do what you did with those young ladies this year. Well, thank you. Yes, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a job. Um, you know, everyone says uh, you have some big shoes to fill. But um, the girls actually made it a smooth transition. Um, you know, we had some great girls coming back. Uh, we went to camp over the summer um, just to jail to see what we had after the seniors who graduated last year. And um, after we went to camp, I see some really good things with the girls coming back. So they actually made it real easy for me. Well, you you know, a lot of people know who you are, and you, you've you been a part of that Bulldog, Bulldog program. Tell them about Coach Gordon, uh, what year you got out of that uh, high school, and why you came back and you want to be a big part of it. Um, well, I went to high school from 
you know, female coach. So I just kind of, you know, basically let the girls know that I'm here for them. And right now I'm focused on hard work. And uh, hard work at any time is going to outplay talent. I have a lot of talent on my team. But I stress to the girls, if you go out there and have hard work of focus, and then that, that's going to get the job done. I don't so much focus on their talent. And I also stress to them about being a student first. Um, you know, some of the kids think they can come and play, and not just my kids. A lot of the kids around the school think they can come in and play, and they don't have to do their schoolwork. They don't have to go to class. But that's, that is our first, our first focus as a Lady Bulldog, the classroom, practice, and then the game. Take care of business, and that's the way it's got to be. And that's what athletes need to know. They think that, you know, they got this God-given talent that they're just going to be able to walk on a, on a college basketball court and get to the next level. But uh, your academics is the first thing they're going to ask you about, and you experienced it, right, going to Payne College. Yes, yes, you're right. So now, I know you expect them to be students first, athletes second, and I mean, what, where did you, where did you get, get your philosophy from? Was it just Coach Booker? Were there any other coaches? Coach Booker, that's probably why the transition has been you know so easy. Um, Coach Booker left everything the way it was. I didn't have a lot to um to try to do on my own. Um, I started playing basketball in middle school, but when I got to beach high school, playing under Coach Booker. He uh, gave me a lot of knowledge about the game. I started understanding the, the, the what about basketball and the why. So, And I'm, I'm able to use that knowledge with my girls. Um, you know, I do have some uh, experienced assistant coaches around me which also play for Coach Booker. So uh, when we put our heads together with the same knowledge Coach Booker gave us, um, it kind of makes it uh, a simple transition. Um but, you know, still learning every day. I may pick up the phone and call him and, you know, ask him some suggestions and what do he think. And, um, you know, he tells me, you're doing a great job, and he gives you little pointers here and there. So as he gave me knowledge, I'm, st I'm still learning. Well, I can agree with you. I've been doing it for 30 years now, too. You always learn something new. It never ends. And uh, as Coach Booker said, you know, he... He's looking for a familiar face, somebody that can come in and keep the program going, not make a lot of changes, and you've done that. And I'm telling you right now, I mean, you're having a great season. Do you expect these results so quickly coming in, in first year? Um, I actually did. Like I said, summer camp uh, showed me a lot. Um, when I played ball, I always say, why do we have to go to summer camp? But I understand now that that is the first part of seeing your your kids jail. You can't wait until the season starts to actually see what your kids are going to do. So when we got to summer uh, camp, uh, we were, you know, trying to work out the case. Uh We lost actually three bigs um, to graduation. Um, we had uh, two bigs come up from JV, Dominique Royal and Luciana Washington, who were on JV last year. So uh, the summer allowed us to get them into the rotation and just to make that transition from JV to varsity. It's a different speed and a different understanding of the game. And I think um, more than enough, Dominique has really made that transition. Um, so, yes, I did expect those results. Um, probably not going on a 21-1 run, but I did just, uh, expect a, a successful result. Looking at your roster, I mean, I think you only have three or four four seniors on a team. Have they stepped up to being your leaders? Are they the leaders of the team, your seniors? They are the leaders. Um, we have Iris Pan, who is our point guard, uh, number 13. We have Erica Hicks. Um, you can actually play Erica um, from the one to the four. Um, she's number 15. And you have Jada Young, number 22. Um, she's primarily our small forward. She also can handle the ball, so we place her on the three. But um, I, I think they are stepping up as leaders. Um, 
you know, sometimes you have off games, but um, nonetheless, they, they're stepping up, they're talking to the girls all the time. Um, they're in the locker room talking to the girls, and um, they actually keep each other up. So um, they're doing a great job, and, you know, when they graduate, they're really going to be missed. Well, uh, I mean, it seems like I watched you the other night. I watched number 22, Shady Young. She, she is a player, and she is definitely the uh, prime example of what a lady bulldog is. I mean, she can handle the ball outside. She can handle and ball down low. Iris Baran, I was impressed with. Any of the other underclassmen surprised you this year? I'm sorry, say that again? Any of the underclassmen, have they surprised you besides those seniors stepping up? Yeah, um, Jadeja Hills, number 30, um, she really surprised me. Um, she started off the season, you know, as a as an alternate uh, from JV to varsity. Um, and every day I see her getting better. Every practice, every game, she has gotten better. Um she actually is in the rotation now. She's my first forward that goes into the game as a sub. So um, I'm really expecting big things from Jadeja Hills next year. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, seeing you uh, grow as a coach, watching the team play, uh, and I know we only got about a minute left here. So quickly, uh, you win the uh, regular season title last night by beating Southeast. Look, you're locked. All the games now are going to be played at your place. You're automatically in the state playoffs. Tell us what it's going to look like down in the region tournament. What are you going to see in the state playoffs? Um, you said, what are we going to see in the state playoffs? I mean, yeah, what, what, what's your expectations next week in the state, in the region tournament and getting to the state playoffs? Um, right now, we just want to continue working hard. We want to get to these games, and we want to win because, you know, the games now are won and done. Um, so our goal is to actually exceed what they did last year. Last year, they made it to the Elite Eight. Um, they lost in a, a tough game, and um, I want to prepare our girls to make it to the Final Four. Once we get to the Final Four, I think we have a good chance of winning the state. So we can keep our focus together, um, step up for these big games. I let the girls know we are in the second half of our season. So a lot of the things that we were not doing well, we need to come in and practice and strengthen those now so when we get to those games, we can continue on and um, you know meet our goals. Coach, you've done a great job. I'm impressed with what you, uh, how you came in and taken that program. And, uh, you know, it's got Coach Booker's little uh, flair on it, but it's got also Coach Gordon's uh, expertise on it. Keep up the great work. And I wish you the best of luck next week, and I'll be over there. I'm glad you're keeping it in Savannah, uh, winning that uh, regular season title. Once again, the best of luck, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you so much, Coach Marcy. And that's Olu Gordon, the new head Lady Bulldog Girls basketball coach over at Beach High School wins the regular season title last week, last night. They're twenty three and one. They're sixteen and two, uh, uh, seventeen and one in region. And once again, the Region One AAA championship will come through Savannah next weekend at the new AE Beach Gymnasium, which is beautiful. Next up, we got to wrap it up. We got to pay some bills after that, and then we'll get into game number two. From 10 until 11, you're listening to the Call of Tomasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl Tomasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm 
Call Demasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Once again, it's a little cloudy outside. It's February 8th, and uh, we got a lot of games that are supposed to be played here, and uh, the weather's just uh, not not cooperating today, but it's supposed to clear out this afternoon, so hopefully we'll get those games in today. Remember, we got softball over at Savannah State. The softball team is taking on USCB, the University of South Carolina at Buford, the Sharks at 115, and then we got baseball over at Armstrong Atlantic against Barton College at 1 p.m. I also have to give a big uh, give a shout out to uh, the Savannah Indians. Uh, once again, they're bringing back the Savannah Indians softball team organization. The Savannah, Sof- the Savannah Indians uh, softball organization tryouts today have been canceled. Tryouts today have been canceled. They will be tomorrow at Scarborough Field. So check the website. The tryouts have been canceled today. So uh, once again, the Savannah Indians uh, have canceled their tryouts today. So make sure you make arrangements for that. Uh, quickly, we'll go to the uh, college uh, standings in basketball. Savannah State men are fifth in the MEAC at 6-3. and three. The ladies, the women, are fourth at 6-3. and three. Armstrong Atlantic, the men... Our last in the East, East Division of the Peach Belt Conference. And the ladies, Coach Bullock has the Lady Pirates in first place at 9-5 in the East Division of the Peach Belt Conference. Uh, SCAD's going to kick off their lacrosse season. we got a lot going on. we got the Georgia High School State Swim Meet. we got the wrestling section going on. But i got to eat crow right now, and I have to say, I did not think the Seattle defense would be that dominating as it was last Sunday in the Super Bowl. The Seattle Seahawks, the uh, Super Bowl champions, and uh, we made our little predictions here. I said 34-21 Denver Broncos, but I mean the omen was the snap over the head on the first play for the Broncos, but my man P.J. Zuko, I wrote it down, he said the Seahawks, 24-21. P.J., the Coca-Cola's on me, buddy. Yeah, and I don't like any of that diet stuff or anything like that. Maybe if you can find a cherry Coke somewhere, maybe cherry vanilla even. Uh, no diet Coke, just just straight Coke or cherry, cherry vanilla, something like that. Uh, I like those. Come on, PJ. What do you think? I'd buy a young man like you a diet soda? You're trim, you're slim, uh, you're, you're athletic? Come on, you got to give me a little more credit than that, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to let you know so you knew what to buy. But, hey, hey, no, I'm right there with you. I didn't think that, you know, Seattle's defense would be that dominating either. I mean, I thought Peyton Manning would get his. But, like you said, once you start the game like that um, and, and then you just don't never get the ball moving, especially in the first quarter, you just never get a good start. And then at halftime, you think maybe they can do something and do something to make it a game. And then Percy Harvin returns for a touchdown. I mean, nothing that, that the Denver Broncos could do could do right. Absolutely nothing. And it was just the Seahawks night. Well, I mean, uh, you know, they say offense wins games, defense wins championships, and that's why Seattle was the number one ranked defense in the NFL this year, and they proved it, and they had, I think they had something to prove. I think they were getting tired of hearing how people like me were saying that they couldn't stop Peyton Manning. Well, they proved it to us that their defense was if not one of the best I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and what I love about them is that that's exactly what you say. They play with a chip on their shoulder. They're a bunch of low-drafted guys. I mean, a couple of them were, were drafted pretty high. Earl Thomas was drafted high. Uh, he's very good. But a lot of them have a chip on their shoulder because they don't really get talked about a lot, and they, they definitely proved it. 
All right, PJ, we'll get we'll get a little more of this in the second hour. Once again, I'd like to thank Nick Pugh, the new head coach at Islands High School, baseball coach coming on, and, of course, Olu Gordon taking the Lake Beach Bulldogs to the regular season basketball title. Hour number two is coming up. We'll have the Wetterington Chiropractic Clinic, Athlete Week, Rico Bonds, and the semi-pro Seaport Sharks head football coach, Anthony Dooley Bryant. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio Savannah. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. ESPN Radio for Savannah and the Lowcountry, ESPN Radio 1400 and 104.3, WSEG, Savannah. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome back to hour number two of the Call Damasi Sports Report. Yes, I'm Call Damasi. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 talking local sports right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1490 and 104.3 FM. All presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Group. Now it's Optum Orthopedics right there, 210 East Rand here Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. And it's all brought to you by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Well, hour number one flew by quick. If you missed hour number one, and I know we had a couple of technical difficulties there with uh, the interview with the new head baseball coach over at Islands High School, Nick Pugh, and of course, A.E. Beach's new Lady Bulldogs head coach, Olu Gordon, who won the region regular season tournament last night, keeping the region tournament right here in Savannah, Georgia, next week at the new Beautiful A.E. Beach High School. So, uh, once again, Olu Gordon, great job over there with the Lady Bulldogs. Now we're into hour number two. We got a lot going on. We're going to have a Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete of the week. Sal C. Johnson, Adam Spencer himself, senior high school basketball player Rico Bonds. Kids had an unbelievable week, uh, 122 points in the last five games, and been rebounding uh, the lights out. He's a shooting guard. And, you know, Coach Utef Gordon told us last week the man is a sharpshooter. I'm telling you right now. He's shooting not from 19.9 inches, which is the high school three-point line, not from 22 feet, which is the college three-point line, but from the pro <laughs> area at 23 feet. And, I mean, if you don't come out and guard him, he's going to he's gonna put it down. And uh, once again, the other night, he had 41 points against Pierce County, six for eight from three-point land. I mean, I'm, I'm getting into the skinny already, but I'm excited about talking to Rico. He'll be on in quarter number two of the second hour. Uh, and, then, of course, we're going to get a little, we're gonna talk a little football. It's not over. The semi-pro team, the Seaport Sharks of Savannah, are back. And we'll have the head coach, the owner, the director. He also plays positions when he's needed. I don't know if he can do that anymore, but we'll talk to Anthony Dooley Bryan, who is a outstanding ball player over at Groves High School when he was a high school player here in Savannah, Georgia. So, you know, it's going on, and uh, 
It's been a great week of uh, high school basketball. Everybody's getting ready now for the region playoffs. Then we get to the state playoffs. Right now, we got the Georgia High School State swim meet going on. If you have any information, give us a call at 920-4441-4441. If you have anything about the wrestling sectionals going on, the Georgia High School State Association wrestling sectionals going on, give us a call at 920-4441. Let's talk about that. I've searched everywhere, people, and I can't find anything. We got such, such a... Um, uh, a grasp, or not an easy, not a grasp, but a, an easy avenue to go get information now with social media. The, the, the minor sports, as people consider them, their sports, we can't find anything on. So, you know, if you got some information, give me give me a call, and maybe i got to work a little harder at getting that information to you. But let's go right away to the high school scoreboard. Last night's final scores, okay, in Region 3-5A, Jenkins loses to Glen Academy 42-35. Faith Sanders, 70 points, 17 rebounds. That's what I said in the first uh, segment, first hour. She's definitely a Division One ball player. Ware County beats Windsor Forest 64-27. Effingham County, the Lady Rebels, they only have two losses. They're number one in Region 3-5A. They take care of business. They beat Richmond Hill 68-49. Michaela Robinson has 19 points. Uh, Ebony Hicklin. Love that girl. I had a chance to coach her as a freshman. 17 points for the Lady Rebels. Kiara Jackson. She scored her 1,000 points two weeks ago. She's in that 1,000-point club. She puts in a game-high 21 points. So that's for the Effingham County Lady Rebels. In Region 1-3A, like I said before, the Lady Bulldogs. Keep the region tournament here in Savannah, Georgia. They beat Southeast Bulk last night, 68-42. Erica Hicks puts in 13 of a team-high 70 points in the fourth quarter. So Beach can pull away and Keep the region title here. Uh, Johnson beats Appling County, 68-35. Um, I'm going to ask uh, Rico. He's, uh, he's sitting there, and he's not on the mic yet, but I'm going to turn his mic on. Rico, I can't pronounce the girl's name. Egenia? What, what is her name? E. I, I just call her EJ. They call her EJ. Okay, EJ Odomigby scored 16 points, and I do apologize to her, and I will call a coach. I will get the right name. But this girl, every week, has been a tongue twister to me because she's always the leading scorer for the Adams Smashers over there. But they take care of business. They beat Appleton County 68-35. They finish in third place. Uh, Savannah High loses to Pierce County 51-44. In single A, 3A, Calvary Day School beats Trutland 66-43. This is girls basketball. Brittany Griffin and Abigail Lewis have 14 points apiece to, to lead the Lady Cavaliers. In Skeezer, yes, this is a score. Bible Baptist 55, Charleston Collegiate 8. Non-region, Country Day takes care of Islands 43-27. Anna Muller, Anna Muller puts in 18 points, has 8 rebounds and 5 block shots. Taylor Prince leads the Lady Sharks with 15 points. We go to the boys' side now in Region 3-5A. Bradwell beats Groves 61-54. Ware beats Windsor Forest 83-53. Effingham County takes care of Richmond Hill 75. Jakeen Gann is back. Missouri signee. He scores 17 points to lead the Rebels. In Region 1-3A, AAA, okay, New Hampshire beats Brantley County 56-47. Devontae Wright has a game-high 18 points for Phoenix. Johnson beats Appling 103-56. And will be coming up in the next segment. Rico Bonds puts in another 22 points to lead five Johnson players in double figures. Okay? And uh, it seems like Savannah High and Johnson, in the boys' side, will finish one and two. They'll flip a coin to see who's seeded number one. And uh, like I said, I said this last 
hour, last game from nine to ten. It's going to be the region title game. <laughs> you know what? And if it's at AE Beach High School, you better get there early because it's going to be a packed house when these two teams meet. And it'll be the rubber match or the, uh, the, the they've split the season so far 1-1. This will be the third game. And remember, last year they went four games and Johnson won the state title in the fourth game. So we'll have a little, uh, a little rematch there at the end of the week, I hope. Uh, in class single A in 3A, Calvary Day School wins at the buzzer. Kalik Hughes puts back a five-footer at the buzzer to give Calvary a dramatic 66-64 victory over visiting the Trutland County Vikings. Okay, Hughes had 14 points. Derek Kirkland led all scores to 21 points for the Cavs, and Jordan Walker added 17. Bryan County wins in overtime. They beat Long County 107-97. Yes, in overtime. 107-97 in high school basketball game. Now, I can see a team winning like 100-50, but both teams almost touching the century mark. Where's the defense, baby? As Dick Vitale would say, but you know what? It makes it exciting. Kajana Dixon puts in 37 points and pulls down 12 rebounds for the Bryan County Redskins in that win. In Skeezer, Charleston Collegian beats Bible Baptist 43-32. Taylor Mathis and Rashawn Salter both have 10 points apiece. And St. Andrews takes care of Habersham 53-19. John Wynn wins, leads the Lions in scoring with 16 points. Non-Region, BC on senior night beats South Effingham 77-72. Warren Wright scores 22 points for the Cadets. Uh, and Islands High School wins their second game of the year. They beat Country Day 45-37. Jabril Belly pulls, in, pulls down 17 rebounds, scores 13 points, 5 block shots. Ramon Gross adds 12 as the Sharks win their seventh, second game of the season, beating Savannah Country Day. To go to other sports in the area, the PGA, our local golfers, Brian Harmon and Will Claxton. Will Claxton from Swainsboro, Brian Harmon from Savannah. They're both tied for 60th, 60th place. Uh, they're both one under. Jimmy Walker leads the uh, A&T 18. AT&T Pebble Beach Classic Pro-Am at 9-under. Savannah State, basketball-wise, men and women will be on the uh, road on Monday. They go to Delaware State. Ladies will play at 2. Guys will play at 7.30. Today at Armstrong Atlantic, we have the baseball team taking on Barton College at 1 o'clock. It's supposed to be at 1 o'clock. Hopefully the rain will clear out. Uh, and then in softball, the Savannah State Tigers take on the Sharks of USCB, University of South Carolina, at Savannah State at 115. And coming back, making her debut as an assistant coach, is Catherine Cat Dotson from Country Day. Went on to play Tennessee. Now she's giving back. She's an assistant coach over at Savannah State. Great job, Catherine Dotson. So that's our high school score. That's our scoreboard. Um, once again, the Savannah Indians have started the Savannah Indian Softball Organization again. They have tryouts today and have been canceled. They will be moved till tomorrow. So make sure you check their website at Savannah Indians, their Facebook page, to find out where it's going to be, what time it's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's Scarborough Field. Uh, so check it out. It's right off Truman Park Parkway. Check it out. What else we got going on? Well, it's 10-12. It's 10-12. We got to go to the, to the break. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor. They have 26 of the best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full service outpatient surgery center, digital MRIs, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location, Optum Orthopedics, used to be called Southeastern Orthopedics, now it's Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care and they support our local athletes and our local sports. And remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 East Grand Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www. 
Optum, O-P-T-I-M, health.com. Next up, our weather team, chiropractic clinic, athlete of the week from South C. Johnson High School, senior basketball player, Rico Bonds. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM. All brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio. All powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. You know, we're getting, like I said, we're getting into the end of the basketball season. And uh, this kid has been one of the best players the last three years, last four years here in Savannah, Georgia. I mean, he started out as a freshman. Uh, he worked himself up to be a starting starter on that South C. Johnson Adams Smasher basketball championship team last year. I'm telling you right now, the kid this week, he's been playing lights out. He scored 41 points against Pierce County in an 81-51 Smasher win. He had 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 6 for 8 from 3-point land. And I'm not talking high school 3-pointers. I'm talking probably NBA 3-pointers. Then he comes back and he scores 25 against Tattanoe County in a 75-59 Adams Smasher win. Then he comes back and has 18 against New Hampstead in a 65-59 win. And then he takes on and beats Beach the other night, Tuesday night. He scores another 16, 75, 54. That's 100 points. And then last night, he puts in another 22 points. That's 122 points in the last five games. And he's been one of the standout players in the area. He's averaging 16 points a game. He's one of the leaders on that team. He's a six-foot-tall shooting guard for the Smashers, and that is Rico Barnes. And he's joining us now in the ESPN Savannah studio. Good morning, Rico. Good morning. How's it going? It's going good. I mean, you've been playing lights out all year long, and uh, once again, we're into that Savannah High-Johnson uh, rivalry. And But uh, I'm telling you right now, you've been a special basketball player wherever you've been, in middle school, in high school. I mean, when did you realize that Rico Bonds was a good basketball player? Uh, people used to tell me. People tell me that I was good in basketball, but I didn't really believe it. So I just kept playing. So that got better and better. Uh, you've gotten better and better, and you've stood up to some of the best competition in this in this area as a sophomore, as a junior, now as a senior. I mean, it, it's just been unbelievable. And I just, like I just said, one of your strengths is shooting. Six for eight three pointers. Uh, six for eight uh, from the three point range against Pierce County. What do you consider your strength as a basketball player? Uh, I, I consider my strength is shooting. As basketball, I was shooting. Uh, even when I was small, all I could do was really shoot. Now nah, I can move around, I can dribble, rebound, and all that. But any, I always can shoot. Anything you think you could work on? Uh, any kind of weakness that might make you a better basketball player? Because we're always going to get better. Yes. What do you think you need to work on? Uh, I can always get better on defense, and I, I got to get better on my confidence when I'm on the court. Well, I tell my basketball players, you're going to play if you can play defense. You know, your offensive abilities will always help. But if you can play defense, I mean, you're going to add so much to it. And 
I mean, he's only six foot people, and this man can jump, and you can dunk the basketball. Yes. Has anybody uh, tested your vertical leap? Give you a measurement? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't even know. It. <laughs> but if you at six foot and you're dunking, you got some ups there, buddy. So it's pretty impressive. Now, you know, you talked about your weaknesses, getting more confidence, working and getting better at defense. What's your routine to make you a better basketball player? So, What's your routine? What do you do to make yourself better? How do you practice? Uh, do you get in the weight room? What do you do to make yourself a better basketball player? Uh, every time I go on the court, I just try to get better. If it's just something simple, I just I just can't be satisfied with what I accomplish. You always want to be one better than the next guy, right? Yes. Now, you've had a lot of success. Now, uh, what would you define? I'm coaching against you, okay, and I'm the opposing coach. What do you think the opposing coach is saying about Rico Bonds? What do you think he defines you as? What type of basketball player? Uh, he defined me as a shooter. He probably going to deny me the ball, so I don't shoot. But then I just come get the ball, and I get my teammates involved. Now, when a team does play boxing one on you or tries to take you out of the game, how, how do you how do you get yourself back in the game? Uh, I just go to the point guard. They can't stop me from getting the ball right there. And then I just pass it because they'll most likely try to trap me or something. Now, you guys won the state championship last year. Yes. Okay, you want to make yourself a better basketball player. And we know Coach Gordon is definitely a man that's going <laughs> to stick to his uh, iron fist. What was the team goals coming into this year? I mean, you, you, you're tied now for first place, and you're on your way to doing the same thing. And, but before the season started, did you guys have a team goal? Yes, our team goal was to be uh, one of the top-ranked teams in Georgia. We want to win region champions, and then we want to win a state championship. So you're also you you got one goal already because you're ranked third in, in Class A, Triple A. Uh, you're going to be playing. You know, there's no doubt in my mind. And Rico's not saying this, Savannah High. This is Coach Tomasi saying it. And Coach Jordan, if you're listening, I love you like a brother. But it's going to be a, a a a match next weekend. I hope over there at Beach High School. So you're almost uh, two thirds there. What's it going to take for you guys to win the state title, though? Uh, we're just going to have to bite down and play defense because that's what really helped us when we won last year. We just Offense was going to come, but defense, and we stopped people and rebound the ball, that's when it really... Now, I'm going to throw a curveball out here. It wasn't one of the questions that I had prepared for you. You guys made that transition from offensive-minded to defensive-minded in the state playoffs last year. Yes. I mean, you're going to have to do the same thing. Has Coach stretched defense this year more than the last year? Yes, because he's seen it for himself that when we go down and play the real competition, it's, it's all defense, and they can really play too. Well, I'm telling you right now, they can play defense too. Even though they've been scored over the century mark three or four times this year, they can play defense too because they're that quick and that good. Now, as far as Rico goes, what was your goal for the season? My goal was just to, since I'm shooting guard, just to shoot a good percentage and just lead my team to victory every night. Just be part of the team, be a team player. That's, yes. that's that's pretty impressive there, buddy. Now, of course, I'm not going to put you on the spot even here, but I gave you time to prepare. You got to send some love out to your teammates. Who else on the team is having a great year like you? Uh, Hakeem Coney, Daryl Myers, Ramon Robertson, Antoine, Dushad, Monte, Sam. We all having a good season. We just all love the team. We just love being in the gym together. Well, I'm telling you, that's the easy way to cover it, and you don't want to leave anybody out. And I know it's tough, so if his teammates are listening, he's not leaving you out. He's just telling you that you're all coming together and playing as a great, great group. Now, you guys had an unbelievable year last year. I feel you got to the state tournament. Nobody thought Johnson could pull this off, and you guys pulled it off. You win the state champion. And I'm telling you right now, it was great seeing two Savannah teams in the state championship because everybody says, you know, basketball comes through the ATL. Well, I'm sorry, the basketball comes through the SAV. Yeah. We don't have as... We don't even have close to the amount of people they have up there, and they're always worried about the Savannah teams. What was it like last year winning that state championship? Uh, 
the state championship last year was like winning the NBA finals. It was like the crowd went crazy. We was so emotional out there. It was it was crazy. We had so many seniors. It just it was real emotional. And that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like you said, you had so many seniors, but you're right back where you left off. And you know, Coach Gordon has told me that. You know, when he plays, you know, i got to be honest with you people. I played against him, and it's tough for a team that plays above the rim. I mean, these guys got athletic ability. Playing a team that can't match up to him, it's really tough. And as a coach, I don't know how Johnson High School and Savannah High School do it when you have to play teams that you could beat by 50, 60 points every night, but keep your starters fresh or keep your starters into what they're doing, and it's pretty tough. And I'm telling you right now, it seems like when they get to the uh, – to that stage of the playoffs, it becomes you know more, more, um, more like uh, you know people playing against their brother. Because I mean, has it? I mean, you played against Savannah High. You know these guys. These the guys. That rivalry. What is it like playing each other in, in that type of situation? Well, like that whole week is just people telling me what I need to do this and that. It's a real serious rivalry. Like you lose to them, it's it's like you you weak. You you're not gonna make it back to state. It's it's like. A real big rivalry. But, you know, both of you getting there, was that pretty impressive? That, you know, yeah. guys from the same area that you probably played AAU basketball with yes. and all that other stuff. I mean, what's the feel? I know once the game starts, you don't care who they are, you want to beat them. Yes. But getting there when you have a lot of friends, I mean, it's got to be pretty, pretty special. Yeah, when, when you know everybody on the court, it's like, I'm just glad we both here, but now it's time to show you that like, we're the better team. This we're the better team. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty unique that that happens. Now, um, you know, Tell us about that rivalry, though, the Savannah High-Johnson rivalry or the, Savannah, the, the Johnson Beach rivalry. Because every time you play a city school, there's a rivalry. Yes. Uh, it's just like the crowd. I just love the crowd when they come out. And we try to put on a show for them. And we try to get in the win. But Savannah High, that's, that's, that's the big rivalry. And we play them. We won one. They won one. But but this region of the championship is going to be a regular game. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Last year I couldn't get there, but this year I'm going to be there because I'm excited about watching these two play teams play. And, you know, i got to be honest with you, coaching against Coach Gordon, co coaching against Coach Jordan, Jordan and Gordon, it's special. You don't realize that the coaches also have a bond. Even though, you know, we're not up to that level, they, I'm going to tell you, the Savannah coaches look out for each other, and they really do care about each other. But when the light goes on, when the game starts, it's all about your program, and that's how it goes. Now, you're coming into the region playoffs next year, next week, the state playoffs coming up the following week. What are you, what are you guys, uh, what are you guys uh, feeling about getting ready for this whole thing, defending your state championship? Uh, we just, in practice, we're trying to go harder. Because, you know, we had a real relaxed regular season, but since it's, it's either go home or get the win. It's one and done, eh? Yeah. Just like March Madness. Yeah, it's, it's time to bite down and play hard, real hard. And like you said, you got that, you know, playoff electricity flowing yes. even in the region tournament. I mean, it, it, it's got to be an exciting time. Now, do you have time to do anything else? Do you do any other extracurricular activities besides basketball? No, I don't have any extra time other schoolwork. That's, that's Schoolwork is key right there. Yeah. So in talking about schoolwork, any future plans, any colleges looking at you, any way you want to go? Um, I have colleges that I can go to. I haven't decided where I want to go yet, though. number of people looking at you and yes. you're getting ready? You know, have they been pressuring you? Have you been, been, been pressured to make a decision, or are they just laid back and just watching what you're doing? Uh, I've been offered, but I, I, kinda, I think I have the school I want to go to. We just want to weigh your options and see what happens because, yeah. you know, state tournament comes time. Everybody comes around to watch you. Um, and now as far as basketball's over, uh, college is over, what do you foresee Rico Bonds doing in the future? Uh, in the future, whatever I would do, I just want to be successful with it. It, it doesn't really matter. I just want to make a lot of money. 
<laughs> make a, mind, a lot of money and have a good life, right? Yes. And you say, back in the day, I won two state championships. Right? Yes. Well, two. Rico, you've done a great job, 122 points in the last five games. Uh, and I'm glad someone gave me a call and said, you know, you haven't said anything about Johnson. And I said, well, I've been saying a lot about Johnson. We had UTEP Gordon on a couple of weeks ago, and it's just been a, break, a great season watching you guys uh, play basketball. And that's why you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for February 8, 2014. Rico Bonds from Johnson High School. Great job. Rico, thank you. Thank you. Give that to you. You know, it's special when you see these kids because I've seen Rico since he's a freshman, and I've watched him grow. I've watched him mature physically, and and watched him grow, uh, you know, mentally. And he's just an outstanding kid, an outstanding basketball player on the court. And I hope wherever he goes, he can make whatever program he chooses much better. And I'm glad that he came on. And remember, this is all sponsored by Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room if you can. Well, whether at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. You get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Once again, the Region 138 tournament will be held here in Savannah, Georgia next week. The first two rounds go to the third and fourth place teams, but when the semifinals and the finals start, it's all going to be at AE Beach High School. There might be some changes. I'll find out for you. If I do, I'll let you know. I'll post it on Facebook, on Twitter, and uh, because the crowd from Savannah High, Johnson Beach, or whoever makes it to the championship, it's going to be unbelievable, and it's got to be a place big enough to hold at least, I'm saying, at least four or 5,000 people. So stay tuned for that. Next up, we'll be talking a little football with the owner, the coach, maybe even a player from the semi-pro Seaport, Seaport Sharks football team, and that's Anthony Dooley Bryan. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> I'm glad you could join me for the Call Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And I got to throw a quick plug out there to the southernpigskin.com website. If you want to follow sports and specifically football in this area, this website is probably the biggest in this area in the nation about covering Southern Pigskin Football, and it, it's a great website, and uh, B.J. Bennett, Matt Osborne are a big part of it. They're on that our weekly show here on ESPN Radio in this afternoon from 3 to 6. I'm telling you right now, you want to find anything about Southern Pigskin Football, uh, go right to that website, and they also have a new radio network, and that's the Southern Pigskin Radio Network, which I'm glad I'm part of on the ESPN Radio uh, Savannah uh, broadcast, and it's, it's those guys know what they're talking about, and so get on there and get in there and read what they got to say, because they usually Usually, almost 100% right all the time. I mean, I, I can disagree sometimes, but that's that's our prerogative living in uh, a country where we're allowed to voice our opinions. Well, I know this guy from a while back because I 
tried to get him to coach high school football with me, but he couldn't do it because he had so many other things going on. And he's been on a little hiatus here because we haven't had a semi-pro football team here in a while. We got the uh, Savannah Tigers, which is the ladies' semi-pro football team. But now coming back to the city of Savannah, to the SAV, is the Seaport Sharks. And they've had tryouts already. Last uh, weekend they had tryouts, but they're going to do it again. And uh, I'm proud of him because he's a former Rebel, Groves High School graduate, and he loves loves football and wants to, you know, wants to bring back the, uh, the semi-pro football atmosphere here in Savannah, Georgia. And, and you know what? It was pretty neat when I got to watch him when he was coaching the Seminoles and there was the Seahawks and there was the Chiefs. There were so many semi-pro football teams going on here in Savannah. Well, bring him back. The Seaport Sharks is the owner, the head coach, the director. I don't know if he's going to put on the football pads because he got to do that one time when he didn't have a quarterback. But joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline, a Savannian, bred and born, Groves Rebel, Anthony Dooley. How's it going? Anthony Dooley, Brian. How's it going, Anthony? Hey, go D. How you doing? Hey, you know, I'm talking about local sports, and what other way than talk about some semi-pro football team that's getting back into uh, into gear here, and uh, I'm glad you're bringing it back, and uh, you've been a big part. Uh, just roll that radio in the background there, Anthony, because we're getting some revive, revive here, so uh, uh, okay. tell, tell us about that. Uh, yeah, we, um, we've been, uh, we have, I got rid of the team about uh, three years ago, but uh, we decided to bring back, we uh a lot of the teams in Atlanta, they started a new league, and they called me. And um, uh, about five or six teams down in Florida said if we if we came back, they would play. So we decided to come back. So uh, that would made us come back this year. I mean, but you know, people don't know how much hard work goes into that. Now, tell people quickly about Anthony uh, Bryan. We know you as Dooley. Uh, tell us about Anthony Bryan. How your connections are to football, and what make what makes this so special for you doing this. Well, I mean, um, you know, when I came out of Groves, um, I got a scholarship to go to college and play, uh, you know, college football, and uh, I tried out for the the Chiefs. I, um, I actually made a practice squad before I hurt my knee again, and um, you know, I came back home and I saw a lot of kids that didn't get a chance to go to college because, um, you know. There's so many high schools in Savannah, and the, the talent is so spread out that we don't have a dominant football team like we have basketball teams in Savannah. So, you know, most of the teams in Atlanta, you know, or the surrounding areas, they have one or two schools in their city, and, you know, they're getting picked up by the bigger colleges. And we have we have a, a few players down here, but it's a lot of hidden talent down here. The guys didn't get to go to college and, or, you know, get to trial for arena football teams. So the semi-pro route, that's why we started a team so we, kids can get film to send to schools, to send to arena teams, to get a second chance that they didn't get out of high school. I mean, it's a great opportunity, and plus when you're playing right here in Savannah, when does the season run and how do people get involved in it? Well, the season starts in July. Um, you know, most of our players, you know, you have to be 18 years old out of high school to play semi-pro. Um, but we have players that's up to 45 years old. Um, and basically, you know, we start, we just started practicing. Uh, we had workouts on Sundays at Devon Park at 3.30, but we had a tryout last week. We have another tryout March the 1st. Um, you can go on our website or 
Facebook page to find out the time. We haven't set the time or the place yet. Um, but we're getting a lot of support, uh, like your show, um, uh, from the city. Uh, this year has been the first year they really supported us. Um, so we, you know, hopefully it'll turn out re uh, real good this year. Now, uh, you're going to start in July. So uh, when will the games be played, on what days, and, uh, you know, how much does it cost somebody if they want to get involved in it? Um, well, I mean, we're always looking for sponsors. We have uh, sponsorship packages. Well, what we do is our players have to pay dues. And what we do, we do a sponsorship package for them to go out and sell the sponsorships. But we have sponsorships from, you know, $20 all the way up to $1,000 and more for bigger companies and that what they sell will pay they sponsorship so they don't have to come out of their pockets for nothing because you know we have to pay for buses to go out of town hotel rooms uh the stadium where we play at memorial stadium and if we can't get memorial we play at the optimus field on uh Daffin park and um you know the tickets to get in the game are like five dollars so we don't try to you know kill nobody on the ticket prices <laughs> uh kids get in free um and give away prizes and stuff, so you know we have to pay for all those costs. So that's why you know people play dues and you know get uh, sponsorships. Now, once again, if somebody wants to sponsor uh, a player or, play, or sponsor the uh, Seaport Sharks, they can go to your, where, where can they go? The Facebook page, uh, any other place they can find where they can uh, get involved. Yeah, they can go to the, the Facebook page or the, the website. Or they can give me a call and we'll meet with them. Let them get a sponsor package, or they can get it from one of the players. Um, I prefer them get it from one of the players because it helps the player on his dues. So he don't have to come in his pocket. But, you know, for a bigger company, if they want to meet directly with us, they want to do a bigger sponsorship, um, you know, they can get in touch with me, and we'll meet with them and um, hash it out. And, you know, we uh, we have, like, nights, certain nights for a company can get, like, a certain night where, the halftime is theirs. You can do what they want to do. We get tickets for the uh, employees. Uh, we announce the, the company during the games. And, you know, just to get people back out to enjoy, because 95% of our team are local um, athletes. So you know all these guys from seeing them in high school, uh, seeing them in Little League, and just being around Savannah. And it gets a lot of guys off the streets back into sports. Now, I remember, uh, I, I want to say that I read in the article, uh, read in the Savannah Morning News, who's been posting your uh, your tryout dates, which, uh, you know, you just got to give them a call and they'll be more than happy to do it. But wasn't there another team, in, like back in May or June of uh, last year, trying to get players from this area also? Uh, I don't know. Um, it, there's, a, there's been a few uh, semi-pro football teams. Uh, uh, most of them have folded. Um, a lot of them, you know, that. That's why a lot of people are, you know, cautious about semi-pro because a lot of teams that come on and started a season and didn't finish or didn't, you know, go through with it. Guys paid their money and um, the team folded during the season. And, you know, I know a lot of guys are cautious about that. Um, but like I said, you can check our record. Uh, we've been around for four years when we did play. Uh, we have been ranked in the top ten all four years, uh, and there's over a thousand teams in the United States semi-pro. And um, it's uh, you can go to minorleaguefootballnews.com, and they have the rankings of all the teams in the country. And when we were playing, we were ranked in the, the top ten all four years. And one year we were ranked 
uh, number one, um, and two of the year we were ranked in the top five. I mean, I, I was impressed. In the, I can go back. I remember when we had the Savannah Chiefs, we had the Savannah Warriors, we had the Savannah Seminoles. We had, I mean, there were so many uh, you know, things going on. And uh, once again, it, it, you know, to see the young, not see the young guys, but see the guys that did play football in this area still trying to play and, you know, still being part of their dream is pretty special. Well, I give you, you know, I'm going to give you a good shout out. Congratulations on doing this again. And uh, if you need any help, let me know. Uh, you mind giving, me out, giving out your contact information? I have no problem. If you want to call Coach Dooley, can we give out your cell phone number? Yeah, you can, you can get in touch with me at uh, 717-744-8871. And yeah, that's answer, his... leave a message. Answering, it's an answering service. You leave a message. I'll call you right back. Okay, that's the Seaport uh, Sharks phone number, 717-744-8871. Did I copy it down right? Yeah, you got it right. And uh, if you go to Facebook, it's Seaport Sharks semi-pro football and all the information on there the league information uh, our website everything is on there well anthony i'm excited about it i'm glad you bring back some semi-pro football here keep up the great work and that, that that's coach anthony dooley bryan uh he's bringing back the seaport sharks and remember it's seaport sharks not savannah sharks okay it's a different that's a different uh sport altogether so it's the seaport sharks get in touch with him you also can email him at seaport sharks at gmail.com right that's right. And you got all the news you need. Congratulations. Keep up the great work. And anything else you want to tell me about, Anthony, just give me a call. We'll get it on the show right away. All right. Thanks, O.D. I got one quick one quick question before you go. What are the colors? Oh, blue and white. Blue and white. Okay. So we got the Seaport Sharks coming back, and that's Coach Anthony Dooley, Brian, who also is the owner, give them a call at 717-744-8871, password. There'll be tryouts coming up in March. Go to the Facebook page, uh, uh, Seaport Sharks uh, Football on Facebook, and you can find out all, all the information you want. Once again, thanks a lot, Anthony. Have a good one, and uh, go Sharks. Thank you, Coach. Okay, next up, we got to wrap up this show. Once again, we always run out of time to wrap up the show, but PJ and I will do a quick wrap-up. Remember, without our sponsors, this cannot happen. You're a coach. You're a parent. You're in a local organization. You need trophies. You need uniforms. You need cleats. You need baseballs, bats, softballs. You need weightlifting equipment, boxing equipment. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall right here in Santa Georgia. Want to make it a little easier for you, right behind the Sears Auto Repair Shop. Remember, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 40 years. Well, really, 45 years now. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. They'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, it's time to wrap up the show. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Call the 
Demasi, and I'm glad that you could join me for the Call of Demasi Sports Report every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And, uh, you know, the show always goes quick. Uh, we got about four minutes to wrap this uh, baby up, and uh, I just got to go off a little here on a tangent. I know we talk about local sports, but I'm going to talk about the Olympics. I mean, so much negative uh, publicity about the uh, Russian government and what's going on over there in Sochi. But you know what? It's the Olympics. It's time to bring everybody together. Can we get off the soapbox of everything being so negative? I don't know how you feel, PJ. I don't know how you feel out there, listeners. Give me a call at 920-4441 so we get a quick opinion. But you know what? I enjoy the Olympics. I enjoy watching the ice skating, the figure skating, the hockey, uh, the snowboarding uh, uh, events, which I'm not very up on. But, I mean, it's the Olympics. It's time to bring us together. And all we hear is about how corrupt it is over there and what's going on. I just pray to the dear Lord that nothing, nothing uh, traumatic happens with as far as terrorism and all that other stuff. PJ, it just, uh, it just blows my mind. Nothing can be special. Nothing can be positive in our media. Everything's got to be negative. Hey, man, we, uh, we agree about a lot of stuff, and this is just another thing that we agree on. We get, we get so caught up in the negative stuff here, um, with our news and with our media. We just love hearing about, uh, negative stories. I, I don't know if it's, we love hearing about it and that's what sells, or if that's just what the media wants to be focused on. But like you said, we're just, we're always focused about the negative stuff and, and pointing out the bad stuff. And it's so rare that you hear something positive i mean it it is very very annoying um very and like you said i i hope and i'm praying that nothing happens over there with the government nothing happens with any terrorism or anything like that i know they've been talking a lot about security over there um but it, it just gets to a point where we're like we know okay we we get it um they, they're corrupt there might be something over there we get that they're trying to do everything they can uh now let's focus on the good part about it hopefully what i'm hoping and praying for is one nothing happens and two now that it's started and now that it's getting going hopefully we'll just hear about the events and not the bad stuff but i don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes as as we keep it going here but i'm with you i don't know and that's one thing i like about us and ESPN Radio Savannah and and you being here on board as well and uh, what I try to do with my shows is keep it positive and not focus on the negative stuff because we just hear it so much from everyone else. I mean, I agree 100%. I'm, I'm going to rip the negative stuff because that's not what I want to listen to. I want to listen to the positive things. I want to listen to the stories that, you know, are uplifting, whether it be sports, whether it be news, uh, national, everything's got to be so negative. Everything's negative. And, and that's what's so, I mean, yeah, well, that sells newspapers, that sells commercials, that, but you know what? Why can't things be positive? And I bet you if we had a lot more information that was positive, we could sell a lot more advertising a lot more uh news i mean it, it just it's just mind-boggling and i know i'm a sports junkie and i live i live by opening up the sports page first but i do get into the front page and read what's going on i mean let, let, let's be a little more positive when it comes to the olympics and uh like like you said pj let's hope everybody's safe over there yeah yeah let's hope they are and i don't want to get this confused i'm not saying and i know you're not saying i just want to put this out for for the people that are listening i'm not saying at all to ignore the bad stuff obviously you, you got to know the the things that are going wrong and the, and the bad stuff that's happening so you can fix it but there's a lot more good stuff that's happening as well that we're not focusing on so i'm not saying ignore it you still have to address it but it doesn't have to be 24 7 
I agree, you're 100 buddy. And once again, great job. Always each week in and out. I mean, I wish we could have the studio a little closer, but you do a great job down there, brother. Keep up the great work. I hear you. You too. Love listening to you, man. Hey, always a pleasure. That's PJ Zuko, the host of our high school first look show during the football season. And we're wrapping it up. Thank you to all my guests, second half guests, Rico Bonds, senior basketball player at Johnson, and of course, Anthony Dooley with the Seaport Chalks. Once again, have a great week. And whatever you may be doing, always, always hit it out of the park until next week. Have a great week. The Call of the Sports Report, signing out on ESPN Radio. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.